Previously on Here There Be. I'm going to make the kingdom a safe place for us to live. Even if you stop me, you're coming down with me. Your prince can hear everything we're saying. It doesn't matter, because I'm already on the run. It's these two. They were the ones who raised the dead. What? No, that that's not true. It was Mary. Their magic users kill them. They didn't do it. I think... I think I did. The Knights of Carlad defend their city with everything they have. They're slowly flanking the undead, trying to keep them stationary and away from any civilians. Some are distracted, nervously glancing to the corners of their vision, fearing the magical fire might come back. The fight is noisy, but in a nearby side street there is a quieter scene. Gethin stands at the end of the street, anxiously keeping an eye on the battle raging behind him. His sword is drawn, but he holds it angled downwards, unsure of where he should be pointing it. Jennifer stands just in front of Mary, sword gripped tightly in her hand. She's clearly on guard, ready to act at a moment's notice. Jasper and Meredith stand between them, and Mary sits with his back pressed up against the wall, his knees drawn up to his chest. A small trickle of blood makes its way down his face from where Meredith hit him over the head. Everyone is looking at him. I... Um, I... I remember... I, I remember that they started digging their way out of the, the graves, and I remember doing it... It wasn't. It wasn't me. I. I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to do it. I. I couldn't. I couldn't control it. I. I don't. I don't know what it was. Jasper stands there in silence, just looking at the others, and then looking down at his hands. Jennifer speaks. Gethin. His mind has been addled with. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what's going on. He's confused. Listen to me. These two here are the ones you want to be against. What did we do? Yeah, we were just trying to find Mary because he was the one that was bringing this, these undead up. All right, let's... Le let's just calm down. I'm not entirely sure what's going on here, but let's keep calm. Mary, you you think you were controlled? I, I yeah. I, yes. I I I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. Do you remember anything, Mary? From when you were being if you were being possessed? I I saw myself like I I, I wasn't I wasn't in my body and then and then Jennifer extends a hand towards Gethin. 
she starts to hiss something unintelligible. There's a split second where Gethin realises she's casting a spell, and his eyes widen in fear, then they continue to widen. A manic grin spreads across his face, and a jagged crown of twisted iron bursts into existence on his head, floating a couple of inches above his hair. He stands there for a moment, eyes wide, grinning uncontrollably. Then he raises his sword, and he's going to swing it towards you, Meredith. Oh, great. Um, can Jasper react? You may. Can Jasper throw himself at um, Geffen? Just abs- just one big tackle against him. Roll an athletics check. Well, if we're all using magic now, <laughs> <laughs> let's get those spells out. Uh, that is a ten. Well, you see, Gethin, Gethin just rolled a natural twenty against <laughs> Meredith. Of course. So, uh, Eva does a twenty-five hit. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper, you lunge towards Gethin, but he backhands you out of the way with his sword arm. As his sword streaks down towards you, Meredith. His eyes suddenly go white, and the sword stops midair. His manic expression drops. He takes a staggered step forwards and tries to swipe his sword at you again, but the movement is aborted. He then speaks and says, Stop it! Small yellow flowers start to grow out of the crown, haloing his head. You know them as gorse. Stop it! The iron crown shatters outwards, scattering gorse petals everywhere. Uh, Meredith looks at Jennifer and, um, why are you trying to kill us? As you say that, she grabs Mary by the hair and hauls him upright, forcing him in front of her. She holds her sword to his throat and says, If you do not let me leave unharmed, then I will kill your prince. Isn't he your brother? You're not very fast, are you? Fast? Jasper is going to run behind Jennifer using his feline agility um, and try and knock the sword out of Jennifer's hand and say, no, but I am. Uh, cool line. But I think <laughs> you've got to roll something for that first. Yeah, I understand. Also, note, you keep saying feline ability. What is, what is that? It just doubles the speed. Aha, uh-huh, that's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. No, no, with that, um, with that, you are able to uh, zip around behind her, but to knock the sword out of her hand, you're going to have to roll strength for me. Yep, that's fine. That's a 18. Ooh. She also got an 18. Ooh. However, the rule is you meet it, you beat it, and she meet it. She meet it? <laughs> she meet it. <laughs> She meet it, guys. She meet it. Ugh. So, you try to knock the sword out of her hand. You are ready with that witty one-liner. And she just turns around and clonks you in the side of the head. Not enough to do damage, but enough to make you stumble backwards. And then again, she holds the sword to Mary's throat. And you can see, as she holds it there, little pinpricks of red blood 
start appearing on his neck. Try that again, and see what happens. Okay, and, and Jasper's going to claw at Jennifer, trying to get the sword out of the hand again. Can I use one of these cool things to distract her? Uh, you can certainly try. What would you like to do to distract her? Are there any, like, houses in, nearby? Yes, you are in a street. You are surrounded by houses. Okay, well, um, can I have one of the... Or the doors and windows just fly open and slam shut? Okay. Thaumaturgy, then. You cast Thaumaturgy. And all the windows and doors in the vicinity slam open. Are you doing this stealthily or not? Well, yes. Roll sleight of hand, then. Okay. Nine. Oh. Oh, dear. Gethin sees that. Oh, okay. He sees it, and he stumbles backwards, this time pointing his sword at you. You were successful in keeping Jennifer distracted, however, so Jasper, you may make an attack with advantage. Okay. Uh, that is a 20. Okay. And with that, the sword drops from her hand. She whirls round to face you, a snarl on her face, hands clenched tightly on Mary's shoulders. Gethin has his sword trained at Meredith. What are you doing? I put my staff on the floor and put my hands up. Mary, you're not... You're not... No. Mare, tell me that was some sort of trick of the light. I just look at the things on the wall. I just look at the windows and doors. He looks distraught. Jennifer, still trapped between Jasper and the other two, starts backing towards the wall, keeping Mary in front of her. Meredith then points, uh, looks at Gethin, points at um, Jennifer, and she's she's possessed. And Jasper is going to grab the sword and hold it up at Jennifer. Why should I believe you? You're a magic user. Well, she wouldn't be trying to kill Mary if she wasn't possessed. I know that, I know that, but you... I can't trust anything you say... I'm trying to help you right here. She's possessed. He is now he is now switching his sword between you and Jennifer. None of you none of you move. I'm not moving. Hey Geffen, it's obvious that Meredith was possessed just then. It was a distraction, can't you see? <laughs> Roll deception. Oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> While we're here, uh, Jack, what is Jasper's passive perception? My pa- <laughs> not that good. <laughs> uh, that is, it's ten. That's okay. That beats Meredith's sleight of hand roll, so you did also notice that Meredith used magic. Now we know each other. Uh, deception, fifteen. Okay. That seems to make up Gethin's mind for him. He points his sword at Jennifer, and it doesn't waver anymore. Yes! Let Mary go. 
He's not done anything to you. The three of you now surround Jennifrey and Mary. She is still there, back against the wall. Mary held in front of her. She moves her hands to his throat and keep a tight grip. You think you can hear Mary whimpering? Can I try something here? You may. It's... It's going to be quite... It it might not work, but I'm going to give it a go. Can Jasper... This sounds interesting. Climb the wall really quickly in like a split second, get up the wall and then jump down in between Mary and Jennifrey and hold the sword against Jennifrey's throat, trying to get trying to knock uh, Mary forwards from Jennifer's um, grasp. That would be pretty difficult as she does have him like held right up against her. Oh yeah. So you you may roll acrobatics, but the DC is going to be fairly high. Yeah, I realise that. <laughs> but let's give it a go. Ah, uh, that's a 12. Not quite enough. You manage to scramble your way up that wall pretty quickly, yes. But when you drop down, it's not quite where you wanted to be. Instead of landing between them, you hit both of them on their shoulder, knocking both of them sideways and to the ground. All three of you are now sprawled there on the cobblestones. In the chaos, you also lose grip of the sword. Jennifer sees this, and she's going to make a grab for it. Yeah, so am I. Hang on, are they split now? Everyone is lying on the ground. Okay, well, can I, can I pull Mary out of the way? You can do that, yes. However, first of all, Jack, uh, dexterity check. Simple dexterity check versus Jennifer. That's fine. (laughs) That's a 20. (gasps) She rolled an 18. (gasps) You hit the sword first. (laughs) And while this is happening, Meredith, you pull Mary out of harm's way. Teamwork! I scramble to my feet and I hold the sword against Jennifer. Just the tip of the sword on her forehead. Gethin steps forward and also levels his sword at her. Mad guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I don't know who you are or what you've done with Jenny, but you're not going to get away with this. Jennifer raises a hand towards Gethin, and blasting out of it comes a beam of green, crackling energy that streaks towards him. Can I whisper to Mary at the same time? Gethin sees it coming, and he manages to leap out of the way. Run, and Meredith pulls Mary out to stand up and run. He scrambles to his feet and runs after you. Great. Gethin is going to make an attack against Jennifer. Ho-ho! Gethin got a 23 there. He does not hit her with the blade of the sword. Instead, he hits her with the base of the hilt, dealing her a cracking blow to her shoulder. Uh, Jasper is going to 
try and bound her her hands. You're going to need to grapple her first. Roll mm-hmm. athletics. Yeah, because that's worked out well in the past. <laughs> that's a nine. <laughs> yeah, she rolled a 17. Mm. As you try to wrestle her arms behind her, she instead flips the switch, so to say, and she manages to twist your arm up behind your back and she pushes you away from her. Ow, ow, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Still keeping his eyes on Jennifer, Gethin shouts something to you, Jasper. He says, Run, get somewhere safe, or go get help. Who do I go to? There's like a dozen knights out there! Okay, okay, fine. And Jasper is going to run into the street just yelling, Help! Help! Meredith, where are you taking Mary? Somewhere where we can hide. Do you have any particular place in mind? How far How far is the um, temple? If you're running, you could probably get there in about three minutes. Okay. Oh, I just realized but must be traumatizing for him to go back there. <laughs> oh, well. Possibly, possibly. We're going there anyway. Look what you did to the bones. That was you. <laughs> just joking. You run through the streets, your hand gripped tightly around Mary's wrist, him stumbling behind you. You run into the graveyard. You find it there, with all the vacant graves, and you bang upon the temple door. After a few moments, the temple doors crack open, and there you see Wilden behind them. He sees you, and then he sees Mary, and his eyes widen, and he opens the door in and allows you into the temple. Yes. Jasper, what are you doing? Uh, Jasper is running to um, whoever looks like they uh, could protect themselves against a magical necromancer. (laughs) You run out of the street and into the main thoroughfare. And there before you, you see this fight happening. The knights seem to be gaining the upper hand against the undead. The undead are now encircled by all the knights. They are being driven together. They are being buffeted back and forth. And one by one, they are slowly falling. You run to the knight closest to you. They're human in their mid-thirties. Olive skin, dark hair, and neatly trimmed beard. Uh, hey, hey, uh, we've got a bit of a situation. They turn towards you and look quite surprised to see you here so close to all these... All these undead, and they say, "You need to, you need to clear the area. You need to get out of here." Yeah, no, it's Jennifer. A bit of a situation with Jennifer. Uh, Sir Geffen's over there. Quickly, you've got to follow me. And um, Jasper is going to run back. They immediately run after you, calling a couple others to their side as they do. You round the corner again to see Jennifer running away. And as she runs, she turns back and unleashes another one of those crackling beams of energy towards Gethin, who is running after her. The three knights following you all gasp at this. And then they start running after Gethin and her. Yes. What do you do? Uh, I am going to... uh, Wait. Stop running for a second and wait till the guards all run past me. And then I'm going to cast a spell on myself. I'm going to cast 
I'm going to cast a long strider on myself. Aha. Uh-huh. And this, what, doubles your speed? It uh, increases my speed by 10 feet. Right. Would you like to do this stealthily? Yes. Uh, that's why I was I was letting the guards run past me so they didn't see. Yeah, yeah. I would I would still like you to roll, though you may do with advantage because they are pretty pretty they're pretty preoccupied right now. <laughs> Understandably, that's twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. And uh, after casting this, I'm gonna zip past them and try and. Uh, tackle Jennifer to the floor. Once again, roll athletics. <laughs> Man, Jasper definitely wants to knock her out. This is this is my Achilles heel. <laughs> then why do you keep doing it? <laughs> That's an eight. Come on. Well, oh. well, 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 hold your horses because uh, she just rolled a one. Yay! <laughs> Wow, so much dedication to Jasper trying to get Jennifer. Like, come just on. rugby tap, just rugby tackling yes. people, left, right, center. I'm still in my cat full. I'm still a tabaxi at this point, aren't I? You are. Yes. So it's it's like a cat leaping, pounce. Yeah. With that, with that, you pounce upon her, and you knock her to the ground, and she goes sprawling. And within seconds, the knights are all upon her, holding her down. And Gethin claps you on the shoulder and nods at you. Hey, glad to help. Meredith, you find yourself inside the temple. It's a lot busier than it usually is. There's a couple dozen people there who seem to have come here to uh, seek refuge from everything outside. Wilden takes notice of how hurt you are, and Mary too, and he ushers you towards uh, someone who is giving first aid. You have some uh, first aid for burns administered to you because you are... You're pretty red, let's say. You've suffered some pretty bad burns by jumping through that fire, and you're probably, be a, you're probably about as red as a lobster right now. Wow. That's a contrast. Mary also has his head patched up. Doesn't he have, like, a line on his throat? He does. He does indeed. Walden looks at that line, and he says, This wasn't done by a corpse, was it? It's pretty rough out there. Mary himself doesn't seem to be handling this very well. He's been pretty quiet, but he is clearly shaking badly. Meredith uh, kind of puts their arm over their shoulder and kind of pets him. You feel him lean very slightly into your side. We've got you. The knights take Jennifer away. But Gethin remains behind. He sits down on the cobblestones his sword tossed carelessly to the side. Uh, are you okay? No, I can't say I am. Thank you. You did a very brave thing. Uh, thanks. It's quite a, quite a situation. Sure is, sure is. 
Well, at least we know that this necromancer is real. Yeah, yeah. At least that's taken care of. Do you think it is, Jennifer? <laughs> she would never do that. I know her. She wouldn't... She, she wouldn't use magic. I sit down next to Geffen and just put my hand on his shoulder. And there's sort of this recognition that Jasper has that he's still a tabaxi and moves it away. Right, well, there's things to do with this. There's probably still undead out there. You should you should go hold yourself up somewhere. We've got things to do. People to protect. Yeah, of course. Um I I'm I'm gonna just head back. Uh if you see Meredith, could you tell them to find me? Sure, sure. What's your name? Uh, that's not important right now. Right? I'm just a... Just a humble servant that's, you know, helping stop undead. You're an odd one. <laughs> so they tell me, and Jasper gets to his feet and uh, walks off. A huge bead of sweat just running down his face as he realises he's gotten away with it. I'm also surprised you've gotten away with it. <laughs> yeah. How, how is Meredith going to know it's you? Oh, yeah, there's a what, humble... What was it? What did you say? Servant? I'm like, yeah, sure, definitely know this guy. You, you know it's me. Uh, Jack, where is Jasper going now? Jasper is going home um, to check on Werther. Okay. Uh, on your way home, you do spot there's a couple more corpses wandering the streets. Stealth or speed? Uh, speed. I know that the undead... I remember what Mary said about the undead um, causing chaos rather than hurting anyone. So, not too worried. You manage to sprint past these creatures without too much trouble from them. They aren't able to keep up with you, and they seem to lose interest once you're out of sight. You reach the door to your home, and you notice there's smoke creeping out from under the door. I burst through the door. In the centre of the room is a raging fire. The body of the woman you laid there earlier is a flame. The flames do not touch the rest of the room, but smoke is billowing out from this pyre. Werther cowers in the corner of the room. She sees you and calls out, Jasper! Okay, I'll, I'll put it out. And Jasper is going to run over, grab the barrel of a barrel of water and throw it onto the corpse. You tip the barrel over, it thuds down on the ground and the water inside gushes out over the floor and it does nothing to these flames. Um, in that case, I'm going to see if there's any like uh, curtains or uh, any sort of cloth I can throw over and just pat the, these flames down. Sure, sure. There's a bit of tarp in the corner that you could use. Okay, grabbing that, I just throw it over the flames. It does not seem to do anything. The top itself doesn't even seem to catch fire. Yet 
the flames rage on. Are you okay, Werder? I'm fine. And with that, the flames extinguish immediately. The room is left untouched. The floorboards, fine. Not a single scorch mark on them. But the body of the woman is blackened and charred. I'm going to just have a look at the woman and just see if there's if there's any indication of how this could have happened. Make an investigation check. Uh, Eleven. You don't find anything. You don't find anything that could tell you why this happened, how this happened. I'm going to grab her leg and just drag her out into the street and then just shut the door as if nothing happened. Are you going to leave her right in front of your house? You know, like on the doorstep? I'm going to leave it... I'm going to drag the... Looking around, just to make sure nobody's seeing me, I'm going to drag it a few... A few feet away from the house. Okay. Roll perception. 16. You think you see a flicker of movement in one of the windows of the houses opposite, but... Maybe it was your imagination. I'm going to slowly walk away and look back at where the movement came from. And then I'm going to walk up to the house and knock on the door. The house of the door where you saw this movement? Yes, yeah. Okay. There is no answer. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back into the house then. Without the body there... It's almost like nothing ever happened. The only sign that something strange happened here recently is the fact that Werther is still terrified in the corner. I go over to her and hug her. She hugs you back. It's okay. Just think about how we'll be out of here soon. It won't be too long now. Let's hope so. Hello there, and thank you for listening to another episode of Here There Be. I don't have much more to say here than the usual. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Here There Be Cast. If you enjoy our show very much, then please leave us a review on iTunes or Podchaser. As you know, leaving a review is one of the best things you can do for us right now. It helps get the word out about the show and brings us more listeners. Our next episode will be out on the 6th of April. We hope to see you again then. And before I let you get back to the story, here's another trailer for you. The world as you know it has just gotten bigger. An ivory and gold base floats above the world of Faerun. Here, technology and magic merge to assist the Harpers in their ever-eternal struggle for order in a world slowly crumbling into anarchy. But what other worlds are also in peril? That's what four brave heroes need to find out. Kalistar. The Tabaxi Rogue, secretly a history fanatic. My name is Callistar. Well, Callistar, it's very pleasant to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Ezra. He didn't say I your didn't name. tell you the <laughs> name yet, but you, too bad. you got it. Almog, a water genasi sorcerer, aspiring to be a proper spell jamming pilot. Yeah. Ooh, nice tray. You sit there for a couple of minutes and realize that nothing is happening. <laughs> Ezra Lee Taylor a hired gunslinger assassin who uses his learned skills to answer his most burning questions. 
Who goes there? So, you, so as you fire the, the blunderbuss, yes, it emanates this just almost volcanic eruption noise <laughs> throughout the entire ship, and you actually, <laughs> yeah, super incredibly loud. And Lieutenant Katkin took. A gnome druid sent by the Emerald Enclave to investigate a phenomenon that could rupture their reality. Oh, hey, there you guys. Uh, sorry to keep you waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Action, adventure, and comedy. The Mighty Ones Podcast is proud to present their Chapter 2 saga. Catch us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash themightyonespodcast every other Friday. Every session is recorded, edited, and released every Wednesday and every other Monday on iHeartRadio, Simplecast, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Hope to see you when the rolls hit the fan. The Mighty Ones. Meredith, as the night continues... No one in the temple really sleeps. There's still a low buzz of activity, even though people aren't moving around very much. There's some whispering, some murmurings. Everyone is still on the edge. There's no word from outside of what's happening. You have your wounds tended to, and Mary as well. He is given a blanket, as he is still shaking rather badly, and he clutches it tightly to himself. How do you spend your evening? I check up on Mary. Is he alright? Well, you would guess not. He's been through something. He's been through something. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts? My thoughts? Yeah, how are you feeling? Bad. What are your thoughts currently? What are you thinking about? I want to go home. You want to go home? Yeah. Is there someone specific you want to see? Aaron. Do I know this person? You can put a few things together. Mary is apparently Prince Marion. Mm. So Aaron would be the Princen, which would be Marion's sibling. Oh. I'm sorry I didn't tell you. Tell me what? That I'm... That, that I'm the Prince... That's okay. I mean, I'm sure you had a reason. Yeah, I... I just... I like... I like spending time with you and Jasper because you didn't... You didn't know I was a prince, so you didn't treat me like one. Gethin knows you're a prince, right? Yeah, but he's Gethin. He's different. So you sneak out and hang out with Gethin? I, I don't sneak out. I, I, no, no, I'm his squire. Um, and when I go out into the city, I'm supposed to have an escort, but I, I don't like having a proper escort, so I just... I'm allowed out with Gethin. Hmm. So is that what you do on a daily basis? Sometimes. Tell me about what you do when you're not doing squire stuff. Um, well, I... I'm I I have I have a tutor. I I learn a lot of things. Um do you know about Freya? Oh, uh, Meredith points at the mural. Um 
Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, a bit, a bit. You probably know more than I do. Mm. Do you have a favorite god? Ah, uh, no, not not really. Mm. I don't pray very much. So, what do you like learning about? Um, I um I I don't I don't know some, some things. A, a little bit of history. Um, what's your favorite part about history? Um. I kind of like the history of the knights of Carlad. Ooh, is so is that you want to be a knight as well? Well, I guess I, I'm in training to be one, but I I don't know. Can you ride a horse? Yeah. Cool. Have you seen my dog? At that, the doors to the temple burst open, and striding in are three people you recognize, leading the charge are Ronnie and Ho Wenjing. Following closely after them is Gethin. Gethin seems to be berating them. You shouldn't have come here. It's not safe yet. You should have stayed in the castle until they told you it was safe. Ho Wenjing does not even bother translating this for Ronnie, and the two of them plough straight on forwards towards you, Meredith. Except as they get closer, you realise, no, not you, Mary. Oh, onions. Ho and Jing guides Ronnie in front of Mary, and Ronnie kneels down, finds Mary, grabs his shoulders, and pulls him in to a tight hug. It's all good. I took care of him. For a few moments, they don't pay you any mind. Mm. Ronnie and Mary just cling to each other. Gethin catches up and plants his hands on his hips, looking stern. Oh, I'm probably going to be the one who gets in trouble for this. You know that, right? Meredith's just like, think, like, I don't know, going from what, looking at one person to the other, really confused, like, what the hell's going on? Ho and Jing sees this, and they say, Ah, uh, Meredith, allow me to properly introduce Prince Sen Aaron, also known as Ronnie, sometimes, to certain people. That makes sense. I thought they had a very tight hug. Seemed like they know each other. <laughs> I'm glad they're together again. You've just been... It's just been revealed that Ronnie is the prince in, And you're like so nonchalant about it. That's brilliant. <laughs> you know, a human is a human. I mean, a person's a person. Technically, quarter elf. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's the prince in. <laughs> <laughs> like who's the princess? <laughs> I got it now. Oh, good guys. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm starting to realize why this dog has been missing for so long. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Just... <laughs> By this point, Mary is crying, and you think you see a few tears leak from Aaron's eyes as well. Meredith acknowledges this and uh, kind of silently says, let it all out. And, oh, with a, a prayer, like hands, palms together in a prayer, kind of let it all out. <laughs> Breathe in and out. Gethin finally seems to relent at seeing Marion and Aaron together. Mare, come on, come with me. 
Okay. Meredith follows. He leads you out of the temple. Oh. And into the graveyard. He takes you to one grave in particular. The grave you first saw him in front of when you first came to Kyabrin. Mare, meet Roderick. Hello, Roderick. My fiancé. He's a... He's not in right now. He's not in? I, I mean... He gestures at the empty grave. Uh, at this, Meredith lies down... Uh, not lies down. Uh, kneels down and puts a hand near the hole. He's gone on a walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be back, he'll be back. Oh. Did, did you see him? No, no. I don't know what I do if I saw him. Do you want me to look for him? We can find him another time. We'll bring him back. It's all right, Mayor. Right now, I think I just want a bit of company. Ah. Uh, what, what was he like? Funny. Funny. So funny. Tell me more. <laughs> he said some of the most ridiculous things. You never know what would come out of his mouth next. You're just kind, Karen. Oh, sometimes I just. Sometimes I'd look at him and I think, why am I so lucky? <laughs> why do I get this? Sounds like a fun guy. Yeah. Meredith stands up again and kind of brushes the soil off their hands and then puts a hand on one of his shoulders and pets it. He sits down. Mm. Or rather, he nearly collapses to the ground. And he just sits there in front of the grave, resting his head in one of his hands. After a minute or so, his shoulders start to shake. You okay? Uh, Can I kneel down and check his face? He's keeping his face hidden, but it's pretty obvious to you he is not okay. Uh, Gethin! I started shaking him a bit. Mary... Yeah, Mary. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Look at me. I need to see your eyes. Mary. He lifts his face towards yours, and there are tears streaming down his oh, cheeks. It's only tears. Okay, that's good. What? What else would it be? I don't know. I was expecting something weird, but you're okay. Okay, it's fine. Really wish the tavern was open now. The tavern. Is it not open at this time? Well, normally it would be, but, you know, undead and the streets and all. Oh. Do you drink, Mare? Uh, no. Oh. All right, fair enough. I drink water. (laughs) All right, well, sometime I'll I'll invite you to the the tavern and I'll have an ale or whatever and you can have your glass of water or a cup of milk. Milk? Do you get that at a tavern? Sometimes, sure. I'll... Try that. Thanks for being here, Mare. It's okay. That's what I do. 
Tomorrow's gonna be one hell of a day. Oh, what's happening tomorrow? Clean up. Oh. Are they still roaming? I don't know. I'm not sure. Which they're checking. They're checking the streets right now to make sure they've got rid of all of them. What are you doing with the bodies? I suppose tomorrow we'll start trying to identify them. Is that... and then put them back in the grave? Yeah, if we can, yeah. Oh, well, I'm a grave digger. I can do it. We're gonna need your help, yeah. That's what I do best. You're not one there. I do what I can. And after he says that, his brow creases a little. And he looks thoughtful. Yeah, you're an odd one. The city is finally declared safe around 1am. Aeron and Ho Wenjing decide to stay the night in the temple with Mary. Gethin spends most of the night out by Roderick's grave. The next day, the process of identifying the bodies in the street begins. Surviving kin are called to the streets to identify their departed loved ones. The atmosphere all over the city is tense and sombre. How are they doing this? Like, identifying? Certain bodies are more recently in the ground, let's say. Ah. Uh. But there are some which are beyond identifying. So the they're all lying... The bones are just lying around now? They are being... Well, they're being collected. They're being organised. Uh, bodies are being laid out in rows on the streets. Um... Can I hear anything? Yes. You that can. means I know which bone goes which with which body. Potentially. Well, I'm going to walk around. And if I see people laying two bodies and mixing up the bones, I sneakily switch them out. Very well. This must look so awkward to the people around Nope, this belongs to this guy here. <laughs> Sorry. How can you tell? Oh, you can just see the difference in colour. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Assuming that you're not doing this in a stealthy manner, you... Being an acolyte of Freya and someone who is now a well-known face in the Temple of Freya, people tend to trust your advice when it comes to dead things. Ooh, yay! So, when you make a switch, no one argues. I'm in the zone, guys. What are they saying? They are saying many things. Fascinating. <laughs> Meredith's walking around and just like, yeah, switching the things and being like, kind of almost enjoying themselves. Like, feel not enjoying as in like, oh, this is great fun. It's just more of a... More of a sense of purpose and feeling complete because they can actually do something for the people. Jasper, what does your day look like? Jasper has gone outside in the skies and is on their way to the Temple of Freya. Is this your human disguise? It is, yes. It's. I've disguised myself as human, but I am still wearing the complete um get up where you can't see my face or any part of my body okay so to the temple of freya you said yes i'm looking for meredith 
you arrive at the temple and you find that the process of matching cadavers to graves has started. Certain bodies have already been identified and have been laid out next to the correct grave. And among all this activity, you do see Meredith. They are hunched over one of the bodies. Apparently very interested in the bones. I walk over. Can I have a word with you? Oh, Jasper, you're here. Um, okay. Let's go somewhere, um, quiet. Is there a specific room in the temple that's quiet? Like, I don't know, the basement where they had the dead corpses, I don't know. The basement would certainly be the quietest place, although typically outsiders like Jasper aren't allowed down there. Ah. You, as a fairly new um, person in this temple, you wouldn't really have the authority to bring him down there. Okay. Aside from that, the temple is a fairly public space. I want somewhere where it's just you and me. I understand. Let's find a place. Do you two have anywhere in mind? <laughs> Let's find a place, Silas. <laughs> just a quiet place. Um, Let's go to a cafe. <laughs> I'm going to lead Meredith back to my home. Tour time. I follow. The burned corpse of that woman has been moved at this point. Oh, onions. I was hoping to see her. (laughs) You don't know who moved it, Jasper. It was already gone by the time you left the house. Perhaps it was considered one of the undead corpses that was perhaps defeated by being burned alive. Well, not alive, but you know what I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. I lead Meredith into the house and close the door and lock it. Meredith, you find yourself in a small, rather barren-looking home. There's only the bare amount of furniture in there. No decorations. I take off my mask and you see again the uh, very shaggy hair of the 15-year-old boy that you've seen once before and I gesture for you to take a seat. Meredith sits down. I saw what you did back then. What did I do? When all the windows blew open? I mean, you can't expect me to believe that was a breeze. Can I roll to check uh, if he's, like, I don't know, attacking me in some way or, like, going to do something bad? With the knowledge that he knows. You can roll insight. Yeah. 14. It doesn't seem like he has any ill intent towards you. What do you want me to say? You're a magic user, aren't you? What do you think about that? I think... You need a friend. Marriage is slightly smiles and then notices they're smiling so they quickly go back to a straight face well try to (laughs) because they weren't expecting this they're a bit very confused and i don't know yeah i'm saying this because well you saw my real face and i don't want that getting out 
you're a sh- shapeshifter? No. Oh. I'm a I'm a tabaxi and I drop the disguise. Is how how do you do that? Is is that magic? Yeah. You're a tabaxi. That's what I am. Okay. Okay. I believe you. Good. So, neither of us are going to blackmail each other. No. So we're both the same? Not the... To a certain extent, yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that you're not going to let anyone in on this. I would never... I would never do that. Okay. That's good. We're the good magic users. And someone's possessing people. And that's not right. No. And that person knows that we can use magic. You mean the actual necromancer? Yeah. Or, so Jen, with Jennifer, you think she's possessed, that's not the real her, right? I don't know. Maybe. Because it seemed like Mary was under the influence of the necromancer and now and has passed it on to Jennifer. It would seem that way, yeah. And Mary knows that I've disguised myself. That I use magic. Uh-huh. Which means the necromancer knows. Okay? I understand now. So we've got to protect each other. I, yes. Is that a deal? Deal. Uh, Meredith puts her hands out. Jasper takes it. Shakes firmly. Okay. So I'll look out for you, you look out for me. Mm-hmm. No one will know. Good. But the ma- necromancer, we got to do something about it. Yeah. Do you, do you suppose the necromancer rose from the dead? Possibly. So do you think this person's dead and somehow made themselves alive? Or are they just a person hiding away and using people to do his... I don't know. It it could be. I, I think we need to talk to Mary. Mary's reunited with their sibling. Well, with his sibling. Yeah, and he's the one that was possessed first. It seemed like he doesn't remember or doesn't know how it happened. Oh, he's lying to us. Is he? Either way, we need to talk to him. You want to go back there now before he leaves back to the castle because then we can't get in, can we? And where did Jennifer go? She can't go back, can she? Jasper picks up the mask and puts it back on. I think Jennifer isn't much of a worry at the moment, but we just need to be careful. Let's go find Merry and see what we can get out of him. Hopefully he's still at the temple. If we hurry back. Mm. Let's go. One last thing. Yeah? You don't know this place, okay? Which place? The one you're standing in right now. You don't know it. I know. I know. I... Yes, okay, right. Yeah, let's go.
Jasper unlocks the door and leads Meredith out. You head back to the temple. As you grow closer, you see it in the distance just above some houses. And then you see someone running towards you, sprinting towards you. As they get closer, you recognise it as Melmere. He looks frantic. He looks terrified. And he runs to you, Meredith. Meredith! I need your help! What's happening now? It's Tilly! Tilly? What's wrong with Tilly? She... Meredith, I need you to promise me you'll help me save Tilly. What's wrong with Tilly? And then you see he's carrying something in his coat. Oh my god, is that Tilly? And he pulls his coat back to reveal, well, it doesn't look like Tilly. You see a small child, but she has purplish-grey skin, white hair, completely white eyes, no iris, no pupil. And those eyes are far, far too big. She's a gremlin. She's a changeling. Thank you.